What's up? Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Friday, May 1st, 2015. The weekend is upon us. We've been waiting for this weekend for a long time. Tomorrow is Saturday, May 2nd, which means one thing, Mayweather Pacquiao in Vegas. And that's why I brought in Ken Casey. Didn't bring him in. I talked to him over the Skype phone line. Ken Casey of the Dropkick Murphys, also a boxing promoter for Murphys Boxing, which is working with Al Heyman. Uh, and Ken Casey is very involved in the boxing world right now and in the boxing scene, also promoting his own card, which is at Aganis Arena, Aganis Arena on May 23rd at Boston University, part of the Premier Boxing Champion Series. I love that series. You can get those fights also. They will be on NBC. But all the talk now in the boxing world is Mayweather Pacquiao. I'll close the show out with my official prediction, uh, and I'll kick it to the Ken Casey conversation that I had earlier today in just a moment. But first, got to say this. Today's show brought to you by Violent Gentlemen. Make sure you go to violentgentlemen.com today to order some of the hottest T-shirts, hoodies, hats, and accessories on the sports scene from the ice to the octagon, from the ring to the field. Violent Gentlemen honors the fight. The art, the opponent, and the sport, violentgentleman.com. So as I mentioned, Ken Casey of the Dropkick Murphys, also a promoter for Murphys Boxing, and I should also mention the founder of the Clatter Fund. He joined me in the Sky Putt line, uh, and I'll play that in just a moment, but a lot going on this weekend. We got the fight, we got the Kentucky Derby, uh, the NFL Draft, Red Sox, Yankees, NBA Playoffs, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, you get the match play golf tournament. I'm going to break it all down on Monday's show, even the NFL draft. I'm going to give one full NFL draft coverage day, post-NFL draft coverage day. I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to do it on Monday. So on Monday, get this show every weekday, dannypicard.com. Subscribe on iTunes. I will break all the weekend festivities down, all the events. I'll break it on, all down on, on Monday. But uh, it was good to lead into this fight with a nice conversation with Ken Casey, not just talking about this fight. We also got into the heavyweight division, the light heavyweight division, his own card on May 23rd at Aganis Arena that I had mentioned, part of the Premier Boxing Champion Series on NBC. Um, and I even asked him what Al Heyman's plan was. Murphy's boxing, Ken Casey working with Al Heyman. Uh, what is the end game? Uh, I talked with Ken Casey about that. I even asked him about UFC, and he's a big Bruins Red Sox fan, so... I talked to them about that, too. So stick around after this conversation because I will give my Mayweather-Pacquiao official prediction. Uh, so enjoy, and again, stick around after this. All right, joining me now on the Skype phone line presented by Violent Gentlemen. Make sure you go to violentgentlemen.com right now. I bring in Ken Casey of the Dropkick Murphys, also a boxing promoter for Murphys Boxing and founder of the Clatter Fund. Ken, what's going on? How you doing today? Hey, Danny. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Listen, thanks for thanks for coming on. It's a big weekend, obviously, for anybody involved in boxing. We have Mayweather Pacquiao this weekend. Uh, I'll ask you right away. Uh, who do you got in this one? Well, I'm actually going to the fight. I'm uh, and I'm very excited. And I, you know, my heart says Pacquiao. My head probably says Mayweather because. Uh, you know, he, he proves me wrong every time, but uh, if there's any guy that can do it, it's him. So, uh, you know, we'll keep our, keep our uh, fingers crossed that Manny's speed and maybe a little uh, power back from the old days can show up and uh, get the job done. Can this, can this fight actually live up to the hype? I mean, yesterday 
Uh, a couple days ago, I had Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated, and he's down in Vegas. He's covering this fight. And, you know, he's been covering boxing for years. And I asked him, can this live up to the hype? And he says, well, no, there's no way it can live up to the hype uh, because there's just too much hype. I mean, you're obviously involved in boxing, and you've seen many fights, and, and you're going down as a fan. You're going to be in Vegas. What do you think about that? Do you think this Mayweather-Pacquiao fight can live up to the hype or no? Oh, oh, like you said, I mean, not not only are we talking a, a massive fight, but, you know, there hasn't been a, a fight like this in the era of social media and, and this kind of press coverage. It's, it is impossible. I mean, we're not talking about two guys that are going to go stand in the center of the ring and slug, you know, but for a true boxing fan, uh, you know, it, it's, an, it's an incredible matchup, you know, and, and I think that for the average person might not think it's going to live up to the hype, but I think people who appreciate the sport might actually, it might do it, you know, but it's amazing how it's being talked about by, you know, even the non-boxing fan. It's, it's just crazy how it, this fight captures the attention of so many people that don't otherwise watch boxing. Yeah. I mean, let's face it though. This is a fight that should have happened. What? Five years ago, right? I mean, yeah, truthfully, there's, there's, there's a lot of other guys in, in the division like Keith Thurman and people like that that would probably give Mayweather a, you know, a way better fight than this. But at this point, I think it's not so much about the best of the best as it is about the two people that everyone's been waiting for for so long, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And we've been waiting for this for a long time. And, and as I mentioned, you know, this is almost this fight almost five years too late, but we're all going to watch. We're all paying attention. Ken, you said you're going down to Vegas. Uh, you're going to be in. You're going to be in the building, I assume, right? You get front. What do we got? Front row seats for Ken Casey. No, I, I got to thank my uh, old pal Kevin Chapman, uh, who's on the CBS show Person of Interest, and you know CBS owns Showtime, and uh, they gave him a couple of tickets, and I was nice enough to get the call. You know. Um, I'm on standby from uh, the Al Heyman people since I'm, uh, you know, putting on the show for them here in Boston. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of still on their wait list. So I took I took the first offer that came in, and Kevin, I'm sure is going to get treated uh, well by CBS. So uh, I'll, I'll have to report back to you as to where I ended up in the building. But I'm just grateful to. Uh, get the opportunity to go yeah and you mentioned al Heyman, and and obviously with murphy's boxing uh you guys doing stuff with al Heyman. you got the fight as you mentioned may 23rd at aganis arena uh, i assume you'll be ringside for that one um h- how cool is I'll, be, it? I'll be i'll be working for that uh, one come yeah, on i'll be running yeah. around with walkie talkie <laughs> Uh, well, well, all right. We'll give you credit for that too, I guess, Ken. But um, how excited are you to do, you know, to work with Al Heyman, especially on something like this, Premier Boxing Champions? Well, I mean, it's just such a, you know, to see boxing come back to network TV, which is, you know, how I got into boxing. You know, why world of sports on in the daytime where kids can see it. You know, that's that's what we need. And uh, uh, I think that it's. You know, if anything's going to bring back the sport, that's what's going to do it. So I definitely appreciate the the uh, efforts and, and certainly the risk. And, you know, it's a pretty monumental, amazing thing they're trying to accomplish for boxing. And it's it's pretty wild how, you know, he gets some backlash of like maybe people, you know, think it's all oh, you're trying to take over the sport. But if you ask me, the sport needed taken over mm. at this point. You know, uh, you know, there's just a, a thousand belts and, you know, nobody... 
I don't know. I just think that, uh, you know, hopefully this will work and put it back to its uh, kind of stature that it used to have. Yeah, I mean, look, I love watching the fights. You got them on NBC, you got them on Spike, you got them on CBS, and, and the fight card that you're talking about, you know, a couple from Murphy's Boxing uh, on May 23rd. Tell us a little bit about this card. You got Spike O'Sullivan, uh, you got Mark DeLuca. Uh, tell us a little bit about this card on May 23rd. Sure, well, the main event is uh, uh, James DeGal. Versus Andre Durrell, you know, two Olympians, a British gold medalist versus a U.S. bronze medalist fighting for the IBF super middleweight title. That's a great fight in itself. Uh, you have Edwin Rodriguez, who's, you know, had a, had, you know, only, only losses to the great Andre Ward. He's fighting an undefeated guy, 16 and 0. You have Javier Fortuna, who's 27 and 0, fighting for the WBA, uh, Featherweight Championship, uh, Super Featherweight Championship, you know, so you have a great card already right there before you even really get to technically what's the undercard, and it's the undercard, actually. They'll probably sell more tickets in Boston than those three fights combined. Um, Spike O'Sullivan, who's with Murphy's Boxing, who's from Cork, Ireland, but fought many times here in Boston. He is fighting for the NABA middleweight title versus a 29 and one guy from the Dominican Republic who's a slugger as well. So that fight should be a, a very crowd pleasing fight. Uh, you got another Murphy's boxing guy, Logan McGinnis, who's mm. 22 all in one. He's fighting uh, an opponent yet to be named, but still working on that. And then of course, Mark DeLuca, who's a you know local favorite 13 and Oh, great up and coming middleweight. And people, you know, get really excited to see him fight. Uh, Ryan Kildeski, who yep. just took his first loss, but very, very uh, close fight. I had him winning it, but he uh, he's now I think 22 and one, but you know, still a, a very uh, you know a, a kid that's probably going to get a title shot in in the year. So it's uh, it's a very stacked card. You can. You, it's interesting to me. You mentioned you know all the titles in in the sport, and when you say that, the first thing I think of is the heavyweight division. And we see Klitschko fight the other night. Well, first, do you pay any attention to the heavyweight division anymore? Uh, because it seems to me like the average boxing fan doesn't necessarily pay any attention to it. Because, you know, Klitschko fights aren't the most exciting things. And it doesn't seem like anyone can beat him. Um, do you yeah. pay attention to the heavyweight division anymore? I mean, it's definitely lost its allure 100%, you know. Um you know, Deontay Wilder, I mean, that's an athletic guy that's mm. got that size and power. I mean, I'd love to see him in Klitschko fight someday. I think that might be what it takes to kind of awaken, you know, the heavyweight division in people's minds again. Um, it's, it's tough to beat Klitschko, you know. And, you know, it's it's kind of like Mayweather, too. People say sometimes that's ah, not the most exciting fights, but, you know, someone can dominate a division or multiple divisions for you know, a decade plus, man, you got to tip your hat, you know. And that's where I was and going. It's the, and it's, it's always the quandary of the sport, really, is that, you know, a lot of guys, it's like, geez, they might be better served. Their style might be better served to go out and fight it, a, a fight that's not crowd-pleasing. Remember Winky Wright, guys like that? I mean, mm. you know, but now there's almost that pressure to to not only have to win fights, but have to win fights that that captures people's attention. And, you know, and, and I love it, too, personally. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, it is the catch twenty two of the sport, you know. That's that. Sometimes it's uh, it's about not getting hit as well, you know. You mentioned Deontay Wilder, and I thought that when he beat uh, Bermain Stavern, I thought, okay, here we go, Wilder, young kid, uh, American, he's going to get a shot against Klitschko. Klitschko wins, but now you know the craziness of the sport is Klitschko. He's got to fight 
Tyson Fury. I mean, so the way you don't even you have to do all these these you know challenge mandatory challenges. We can't even get to see Wilder versus Klitschko right away, and I think I'm disappointed in that. Well, you know, I go through it now. Like you have to almost like, for instance, Spike O'Sullivan's fighting for the NABA uh, middle middleweight title because it gets you a ranking in the WBA world ranking. So they're affiliated. And the fight that we're going after is Chris Eubanks Jr., which you know, Spike and Chris Eubanks Jr. in Ireland or England is, is actually a massive, massive fight with a, a ton of attention. And you know, for us to not have to. Uh, except like, you know, uh, bad terms that have been offered, we have to climb those rankings and put ourselves in a position to be a mandatory, you know? Um, so it's, it, you know, the, the, the business side slash, uh, you know, details of the game is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's intriguing, but it's also drives you mad. So, you know, what a lot of people speculate is that, you know, Al Heyman's trying to create, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of one boxing league, for, for lack of a better word, and oh. it might be one title, and that's it. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily too bad for the sport, you know. So you think that's the road where we're going with, with what well, Al Heyman's doing right now? I mean, I don't know personally what his end game is, but, I mean, it definitely seems like uh, uh, he's certainly trying to kind of control the sport, Um you know, from behind the scenes, I don't know. You know, some people say that's not good, but um, I don't know. I, I like the idea of maybe getting back to the days where there's one, there's one title, you yeah. know what I mean, or one title that matters. Um, you know, and I mean, well, it, I'm, I'm so intrigued by all that's going on in boxing and how seeing how it's going to shake out. Now, Golden Boy's suing them. It's, it's, it's pretty dramatic. But yeah. I will say this. There's more fights than ever on TV, you know, um, you can't keep up at almost, and you know, as a fight fan, that's great. You know, there's always a good card every week. So people, it might not be the exact fights people want, but you know, at least you know there was there was times where you'd be waiting, you know, three months for the, for a big fight you wanted. Now, now they're coming fast and furious. Well, I mean, look, I, I, again, I don't know if that's Heyman's end game either, having the one belt and, and creating that. But I, I would like to see something like that because I look at even can I look at the the light heavyweight division. You know, you got the you got Kovalev has all these belts, but he's not even the linear champ, right? You got Adonis Stevenson, and Stevenson won't even fight Kovalev. And that really, if you want to talk about fights that people, you know, fights of the century, everyone's talking about Mayweather-Pacquiao. To me, if you get Stevenson-Kovalev, that to me will be one of the best fights in a long time. Oh, that that that's a fight fan's dream, you know, because that's going to be action-packed and, uh, you know, you know, in the current state of affairs, yes, there, there is the downside to the whole thing, and there's a little bit of a stalemate between, you know, certain camps. And, um, you know, what, how that'll all shake out, I don't know. I don't sit in those meetings. That's for yeah. damn sure. Um, but th- those are frustrating parts. And, um, you know, hopefully in, in the long run, the best will get to fight the best. I always ask, you know, when I'm talking to someone about boxing or anybody who's involved in the boxing uh, industry, I always ask them about the UFC. So I, I can't let you go without asking you about the UFC. Do you do you pay attention to it? Is Do you have an interest in it at all? Or, or do you just completely ignore it? Because I know some boxing people that, that almost despise it because they say, oh, they couldn't get into the ring and do what we do. You know, we don't kick. We don't do that. We don't do submissions. Do, do you feel that way or do, or do you pay attention to it? No, I'm more of a casual UFC fan the way a lot of people are casual boxing fans. Well, you know, the the classic, uh, you know, 
you know, I'm, I'm an old throwback classic boxing fan, but, you know, uh, you know, I do, I do appreciate the way the UFC has been able to grow and market themselves and, and basically take combat sports to, to themselves in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, you know, and, um, and I think, I think boxing could learn a little from, from, you know, how they've been able to market and promote themselves to a younger generation. I mean, basically I feel like with boxing, it's, you know, young kids are just for the most part, they're not into it, you know? Um, and like I said, I hope that changes, uh, more fight cards, you know, I mean, these afternoon fight cards are great. I'm excited for the opportunity to do a, to do an afternoon show in Boston. And I think that hopefully will allow people to bring in, you know, more families and more kids and be the next generation of the sport, you know, Uh, but like I said, it's, it's one after another, you know, you got May 23rd, you got, you know, Danny O'Connor just got the big fight with Paulie Malinaji, which is, you know, something he's deserved the way to for. So it's like, on the Murphy's boxing front, it's like we can't keep even keep up with stuff, you know. Yeah, well, when wh- where can people get tickets for Aganis Arena? They got to go to Aganis Arena. Can they go to Murphy'sBoxing.com? Uh, where exactly you tell yeah, people to go? Yeah, uh, Ticketmaster and Aganis Arena have them. You can also go to Murphy'sBoxing.com, and you know if there's groups of people, we have tickets out on consignment that we can uh, deal with people for. So uh, yeah, Aganis Ticketmaster or Murphy'sBoxing.com. Well, come find me at uh, your local Dunkin' Donuts. I always get a bunch in my pocket. Uh, all right, Ken. Uh, <laughs> you said you're at your son's baseball practice, right? Right now. Correct. Yeah. Uh, can he yes, pitch? Can he pitch? I think, uh, you, know, exactly I think you know where I'm going can. with that. Can he pitch? Because the Red Sox could need somebody who could pitch. I'm telling you, geez. Just when I thought our problems problems with the bats, you know, I said we might be coming alive this year, and now we get pitching problems. It's uh. I don't know. It's, it's it's early, thank God. That's all I can say is it's early, but we're going to have to make a move and get another pitcher for sure. Yeah, I mean, so you would trade the prospects for the short thing pitcher right now, if you're the Red Sox. Absolutely. At this point, yeah, because you got, you got you know, the bats to actually, you know, make some noise. So, like, uh, why not go for it now, you know? Yeah, I agree. And what about the Bruins? They made some moves. Shirelli gone. You expect Claude Julien to go? You're a big Bruins fan. You expect Claude Julien to be coaching next year? Yeah, I, I, I think they'll keep him. I think that you know, I, I think he's a great coach, but I think with hockey, you see it time and time again. If if players stop listening and stop buying into you 100%, then no matter how good a coach you are, you, you know, they've kind of, you know, you've lost their attention, you got to go, and I think it might be, you know, time to make a change there and just kind of uh, shake things up further, you know. Hey, it's a, it's amazing how old, how fast the team ages in the NHL now, though, yeah. I'll tell you that. It's like we're watching a bunch of dinosaurs out there now, and it's, it's that happened quick, you know? Yeah, and I mean, look, you watch the Stanley Cup playoffs now. The playoff hockey, it's the best. I mean, it's it's so much faster than the regular season, so much more intense. You know, I think we see that, too. And I, I look at this Bruins team and say, wow, you know, they would they would have been out pretty early if this Bruins team did get into the tournament. That's for sure. Well, it's, as a season ticket holder, you know, at the end of this year, because I, I knew that, I'm almost saying, Jesus, uh, I don't. I won't even half care if we don't make it. Safe, safe sending me the bill, you know. But uh, but man, you st- then you start watching playoff hockey. And you're just like, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You sit through those eighty games a year. You know what I mean. And a lot of times they're great hockey, but it's almost like a just. A, it's like a different animal. Playoff hockey. Nothing beats playoff hockey. You're playing at Fenway. Dropkick Murphy's playing at Fenway, July nineteenth. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah, nineteenth or twentieth. I, I can't remember off the hand, but uh, yeah, we'll get into uh, open for the Foo Fighters there, who are a band I love and respect, and uh, good friends with those guys. So it's always nice to 
kind of get to play with a band that you that you appreciate, you know. And I mean, that's the spot for you, right? Personally, like to play at that that's the spot, Fenway. If you know, before you had started all this, you asked, you know, where would you like to play one day? Fenway would be the the first choice, the dream choice. Oh, absolutely. I mean, definitely that of the I would have said that of the garden. Well, Fenway would have been first, and you know, we've already got to do it a couple of nights on our own there in the yeah. past and it's just it's great i mean you know my it's back to boxing my one of my i always say to all the red sox people all the time they'll say how's the boxing going and I'm going it's all right but my goal is a fight of fenway you know yeah. so that's someday someday i'll do a fight of fenway i guarantee i guarantee it why isn't it ha- why what were they waiting for because i always say this too well, I, I say they should get wwe at fenway too yeah i, I think that it's um it, it is an expensive place to to kind of open and operate something in and um but they have been creative and they like to try to make things worse work you know i think boxing a lot of times it's very hard to plan something a year out in boxing and if you want to work with the red sox with their scheduling you really do have to plan that far out and it's you know the landscape can change in boxing so quick that like for instance when i was doing stuff just based around say danny o'connor's popularity you know you don't know if what his career path's going to be in a, in a year, you know, um, so now maybe with the, uh, you know, with the premier boxing champions, I could plan something out like that and, and know that, you know, we're going to put a, be able to put a good card together. Plus, you know, guys like Spike O'Sullivan that, you know, that a year ago, I didn't even have those guys signed. So I, I've kind of grown enough to the point where I think, uh, you know, the time is getting close that I could actually pull it off. All right, well, the next fight is, again, May 23rd at Gannis Arena, Saturday afternoon. A lot of great fights on this card. Uh, Ken, uh, obviously you said you'll be working, but I hope you find some time to enjoy uh, that afternoon and that evening. And, uh, and also, we're going to hook it up with a couple violent gentlemen T-shirts. I know you know Georgie Paros, former fighter in the NHL, right? So, so we'll hook it up with a couple T's from violent gentlemen. i got to get you two connected, too, by the way. Yeah, he sounds like uh, my kind of guy, and uh, I'd, I'd love to wear one of the uh, shirts. And, um, you know, I look forward to the 23rd as well. And, you know, more than anything, people need to come out and see w- how fortunate we are to have some of the talent that we have in the area. You know, guys like the Ryan Kildeskis and Mark Lucas and Daniel Connor, And, you know, um, you know, it's just uh, it's a good time for boxing in the area, and people should uh, – support those guys because there's something special all right ken thanks a lot uh great stuff and i hope to talk to you again soon all right danny talk to you later all right see ya all right nice job right there by ken casey of the dropkick murphy's uh murphy's boxing make sure you go buy your tickets for that event on may 23rd you can also watch it on nbc my official prediction wrapping up the week heading into the weekend we got to get out of here mayweather pacquiao I'd love to see Pacquiao win and win in a brawling fashion. I don't think it's going to happen. He can throw all the punches that he wants. We've seen it happen before. Same old song and dance. I'm going to predict Mayweather wins this one. And it's, look, it's not going to be flashy. It's good. Look, it's going to be exciting because these are the two guys that we've always envisioned being in the ring together. But I've always said this. It's five years. The fight is five years too late. I'm going with Mayweather. Uh, that's who I'm picking to win this. I think it's a lock. I think he does the same thing. Defense, 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 points, 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 and you go to a decision. Mayweather gets the decision. Mayweather will win this fight this weekend. Again, I'll break it all down on Monday. Special thanks to Ken Casey of the Dropkick Murphys. And as I mentioned, today's show brought to you by Violent Gentlemen. Go to violentgentlemen.com right now. Get some of the hottest hoodies, T-shirts, hats, 
and accessories on the sports scene, from the ice to the octagon, from the ring to the field, Violent Gentleman honors the fight, the art, the opponent, and the sport, violentgentleman.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. I will talk to you on Monday, five days a week, dannypicard.com. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, you name it. I'll be here Monday to break it all down. Talk to you then.